Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 524 for the ninth of ER in a regular year. So the field of neuropsychology and neurophysiology is really interesting and becoming really advanced in the sense that we can now map out different regions of the brain that are active different during different activities. So for example, if a person is sleeping, if a person is eating, if a person is reading, all of these different activities can be mapped out and we can point to different places in the brain where different neurons are firing. So this is fascinating enough as it is, but what is even more fascinating is an adjunct realm of study in this which is related to a field which studies something called mirror neurons. What are mirror neurons? So mirror neurons are neurons which fire at very specific times. So let me explain. Let's say if you had somebody who was riding a bike and we were mapping out the neuronal activity that was happening while the person was riding on this bike. And imagine it was a stationary bike, obviously, because that way we'd be able to do it in like a controlled environment. And then let's say you had somebody who was like, nearby in the vicinity and they were observing the person riding the bike and just observing them not riding the bike themselves but just watching this person riding the bike so amazingly what has been found is that even the person who is just just the mere act of observing the person riding the bike and not actually riding the bike themselves this can actually cause the same neurons to fire in the brain so this is kind of related to the, the idea of empathy that uh, if you've ever observed, uh, if you've ever watched a movie and you see the protagonist or somebody in a movie engaging in a certain activity and feeling pain or feeling joy or feeling happiness, we tend to relate to it. We tend to feel the same feelings that they're feeling. And so this is very much related to something that we're going to be learning about today in the Tanya, which is actually related to the realm of love. And we know that this is something that is very true, this feeling of like, what the when you send out a certain feeling into the world, then the person observing that will feel that as well. This is most especially true in the realm of love. So in the realm of love, if you have if somebody loves you, then if they really sincerely love you, then it's very difficult to not feel a sense of loving back at them. And there's a phrase for this that we're going to be mentioning in the Tanya of today, which is um, like water reflects water. So does the heart of man reflect that of man. So it's the same. So so basically this, this mirroring idea, this idea of like the mirror neurons is really likened to this idea of like when you look into the water, the face that is looking into the water gets reflected back at it. So, so too is there's this phenomenon that when you 
sends a certain energy, namely love, to another person, then that person, there's a higher likelihood that person's going to like you back or love you back. And while this is true with people, this is most especially true when it comes to God. And so why is this relevant? Because we've been talking a lot. The big theme of the past few chapters was all about cultivating a sense of love of God, a sense of fear of God, sense of ways of relating to God and being close to God. Yesterday, we talked about being compassionate and arousing compassion within God. And today, we're going to talk about this idea of another way that we can arouse our inner love within us and reveal the inner love that we have for God as every single Jew of us has is merely by becoming aware of the love that God has for us. So in this case, God is the one that we're observing. Just like let's say in the experiment, if we were observing somebody on a bicycle and then we were that person who was observing the, the person and we felt the feeling of being on a bicycle. So God here is the one who loves us. And when we become aware of that, when we just like observe that, then we in turn will reflect that love back to God. So this is the beginning of chapter 46. And so let's get into the text and see how the altar explains this. So uh, the altar begins and he says that here there is a straight way for every single person equally, and it's actually something that's very close to them, to be able to arouse the light of love that is implanted and is hidden in the heart in order for it to be able to shine with great intensity, like the light of a of a bonfire, it that for it to become revealed in his heart and in his mind, in order for, to the point that he will be able to sacrifice his soul and his body for God and all of his possessions for God with his entire heart and might from the depth of his heart with true truth. And especially during the time of while he is uh, reciting the Kriyashma, the, the prayer of the Shema prayer and the, and the blessings, which as, which will be explained further at length. So basically the altar is going saying here that he's going to teach us a way where we can take the hidden love that we all have inside of our heart and how it can become revealed in this, really intense way where it's like a burning fire to the point where we actually are willing to sacrifice our entire being and our, and all of our possessions to God. So how do we do this? Is that when a person sets upon his heart, that which is written in the in the scripture, and this is taken from Mishlei chapter 27, verse 19, where it says, As water mirrors the face to the face, so does the heart of man to man. So meaning to say that just like when a person, I mentioned this in the introduction, when a person looks into the water, then whatever the face of the person is, like if a person has a certain face, they look a certain way, when they look into that water, their face is going to be reflected back to them. And in the way that the same way that this happens when it comes to water, so too is it the case when it comes to the heart of man, which is when a person is really loyal and they're loved towards another person, then this love that a person reflects to another person arouses the love in their fellow. And this, and then they become really beloved to one another. And this is especially true when the other person's love, the other person doesn't just love him like in this like passive way, but when it's really expressed, when it's something that's really, really apparent. So up until now, we've been talking about this mirroring effect uh, with pretty much anybody, you know, that if anybody feels, if you feel that somebody loves you, you're going to feel that sense of love back. But what if this person that loves you is not just 
any brand in person, but it's somebody very, very important, somebody very prestigious, like a king or maybe in our modern day sensibilities when we don't really relate to kings so much, uh, you know, a, a big celebrity or, uh, or a, a writer that you really admire. Somebody, like whoever it is to you that has that celebrity status, what if you felt that they really loved you, that this love uh, was coming from them? So not only would you just mirror that love back towards them, but most likely you'd be somewhat awestruck as well, right? So the Tanya is going to be getting into this now. Uh, specifically, if you haven't guessed already, who is this celebrity that we're talking about is God. How God is infinitely greater, infinitely more powerful, infinitely more loving than really anybody else. And so when we recognize this, when we recognize this love that's coming from God, that's directed towards us, then this has the power, the potential to elicit within ourselves very deep feelings of love if we tap into this. So the ultra Rabbit explains that this mirroring aspect that we've been talking about of when one person loves another person, this will cause the other person to send love back. This is the nature which is at play in the characteristics of every single person. So this is human nature. Even, um, even if the two people are equal, like if both people are of equal stature, then this is definitely the case of what's going to happen. And all the more so, says the Ultra Rebbe, and how much more so would this be the case if it was a great and mighty king who would demonstrate his great and intense love to a simple layman who is just very lowly and considered very low. Like imagine if this was like some bum on the street or something like that, like somebody who's like really, really low and somebody who who the ultra but terms to be a disgraceful creature who is found in the garbage. And so imagine this is like a very lowly person, really literally like a bum, like a homeless person who is living in garbage. So imagine if the king were to demonstrate his love for such a person. And imagine if not only that, if the king came down from his place of glory with all of his ministers and from that place, he lifted up this bum out of the trash, out of the garbage, and brought him into his chamber, into the chamber of the king. So just visualize that for a moment. And imagine that this king takes this bum off the street and brings him into his chamber, into the most innermost chamber, the most innermost room that he has, the place where no servant or minister enters into there. So he's really bringing him into his own, like really private area. And imagine that there, this uh, this king unites with him with a very strong unification and very and, and true connection, like true closeness. And imagine that the king then comes and hugs him and kisses him as they connect with their spirits and with their hearts and with their soul. So imagine how this bum would then feel and imagine this lowly person, this person that, you know, the person really, the ultra describes as this very lowly, lowly individual. Imagine when the king gives him such respect and such acknowledgement and such love, then all the more so would, will this love be awakened within the bum, within this person in a doubled and redoubled way. Um, and the, will, and he'll actually want to really, really, really be attached to the king with the fullness of his heart and from the depths of his heart and his soul. And even if such a person, says the altar rabbi, has a heart of stone, like let's say they're not very, they're very stunted emotionally, then, the, then this heart 
i.e. the stone, so to speak, will melt and it will become like water and it will pour out to his soul as if it was water and it will actually cause him to want to to really crave and want to be uh want to be with the king and crave for this longing of this love towards the king so that's the end of the section and so just to recap and bring it back full circle so again continuing with what we were talking about yesterday so yesterday we talked about the idea of mirror neurons and the idea that if you merely just watch another person doing something that's going to have an effect on you and then we related that that to the idea of how if you see somebody and you see that person reflecting love towards you that will cause an equal exchange of love in you as well and then today we took it to the next level and we said that while this level of love reflecting love is true with any individual all the more so is this going to be true when it comes to a very very high person sending love to a very low person like a king sending love to a lowly person and bringing him into his chamber and into his own private home and all of that and if you haven't noticed by, by now the analog of the king in this case is god and we are considered these lowly bum like creatures that god is giving us this kind of love and respect to. So we will continue with this theme tomorrow. Stay tuned and I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak Ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.